What's up, family? It's the Radical Redhead. You know what time it is. It's your girl here on No Ordinary Church Girl. Candid conversations on love, pain, and everything in between. Knock Nation, what it do? Let's get into it. Something I didn't say, I don't know if you noticed, I didn't say another fire episode. I mean, it's always fire. I think it's safe to say. I don't need to say that all the time, but I will next time. But I'm just calling myself out because I didn't. And but I still believe this is fire. It's just, it's just, it is what it is. You know what? Forget it. I have, some, <laughs> we're coming off the holidays, guys, and I want to know how you're doing. But first, you know, it's all about my therapy. So how about we get some news you absolutely cannot use, even though you're probably going to use it. Last week's news you most certainly won't use. All right. So family, look here. Christmas. <sighs> Italian stallion, let's start with you. How is your Christmas, honey? It was okay. Oh, oh, okay. That was... Uh, why was it just okay? I mean, you know, holidays in uh, in my neck of the woods can Do be tell. a little stressful. Why? <laughs> well, there's some less than lovely people in my circle that I am just not about seeing. Uh, in a very uh, polite manner. I'm laughing because I know who these people are. <laughs> it's like, you know, and a certain somebody <laughs> told me that it's, uh, that, you know, you just have to sacrifice a couple of times a year. And I thought about that, right? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I do not have to sacrifice my Christmas, my Thanksgiving. I just don't have to. I mean, you really don't. I don't. You and don't I have, have actually to. chosen not to. So this year, oh. this year, I felt slightly empowered <laughs> uh, because I went to my mama's house yeah. and that was great. I took my son. Who I love. I love to, Mama Carol. Man, she's great. And um, so we, you know, we had, she made some shrimp scampi. Because we, we like to do something different. We don't like I the same it. Thanksgiving stuff. It's like, my I'm sick of it. My sons do, and that's, yeah. Really? I'm trying to get them out of it. That's okay. Um, but, so we had shrimp scampi and hors d'oeuvres. And oh. she made homemade key lime pie. Oh, and I, it, was, it was bomb. So then mm. I went to the house that we shall not name. <laughs> but... <laughs> I was there for maybe 20 minutes. Oh, wow. And that's it. Okay. And I made it a point. I said, I will not stay long yeah. because I will not allow my day to be ruined by Amen negativity. Amen to that. Oh, you're just all up in the topic today. I'm excited about it. Just will that. not Thank do you. it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, um, gosh, what did we do? Christmas, you know, Christmas for several years now. And it's my, gosh, it's probably going on close to, I won't say the full 20. I've been in Texas 20 years, uh, coming in 2020. Go figure. Man. Uh, man, right? Don't date yourself. Jeez. I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like Christmas is different for us. I started thinking about that because, okay, I say I'm family oriented. I say that. But I'm starting to question whether I really am. And here's why. Like, I don't make a point to go out of my way to see family. It's not that I don't love them. It's not that I don't um, want to be in their company. I just, I don't know. I became a, a, a bit of an introvert when, it's come, when it comes to the family. And so, like, it's, it's been me and the boys for so long that I've just gotten used to it just being me and the boys once I got a divorce. 
And I'm not saying that was a good thing. I just noticed like there are certain people my sons really don't know. But a lot of that's because we live in Texas. They're in Michigan. Like if we lived in Michigan, absolutely, they would know their family members hands down. Like that would happen. But we don't live in um, Michigan. And honestly, they don't come to see me. So I'm just saying. Why should you make that extra effort? I mean, you know. Only you. Only me. Like my mom was great about it. She, you know, when I first moved to Texas, and, and of course, her living here now um, speaks to that, too. But she would come down at least once a year, like minimum, and, you know, make a point to be around us. It wasn't until she had her stroke that that slowed down. But other than Understandable. that. Exactly. Mom always made a point. My sister's been down here. But I'm like, some of you jokers, look here. Now, it cost me minimum, if on a good day, if I find airline tickets, because I ain't driving. It's 18 plus hours to Michigan from Texas. No. Not doing it. Not doing it. I don't like driving. And, uh, but, you know, it's like a grand for me just to fly, me and the boy. Let's just get there. So if it's Christmas, hey, look, if I like you, we ain't going to talk about love. I love you. But if I like you enough, I might buy you a gift. <laughs> Otherwise, because I am the, the gift. gift. is right here. I'm trying to tell you. I, I spent $1,000 to come see you. Absolutely. Hello. Um, so yeah, Christmas was, I mean, it was cool. My, my youngest boy, Sean P. Oh, I wish I could have got him on the show today. Cause I would have handed him a new one. My son, he's, he's, Uh-oh. he's interesting. Like this boy, his father said something. This has been a couple of years ago now. This was back when he used to come, believe it or not, he would come for Thanksgiving and Christmas. He would actually come over and we would all do it together. Like a Will Smith and his ex-wife kind of thing. Right. Yeah. We, we actually made that work for a little bit. I don't know if we'll ever get back there again, but I'm just saying. Sidebar. Um, but one point during, I want to say it was Thanksgiving and my mom was here. And their father made the comment of, I don't know, Sean is either going to be a genius or a mass murderer. And I was like, wow, why did you go like way that way? <laughs> Couldn't you have said something different than a mass murderer? I don't think I want to think about that. <laughs> but like. The way he opened the gifts, first of all, I did a lot of gift bags this year and they are, I kept them so that I can use them again. Look at you recycling and reuse. Boom. I just can't rap. So it's like when, when you, when you see like sometimes like I just get angry. And of course, when I buy gifts, they're like oblong and they're not, they're not squares. I'm not. mm -mm. No, they're circles. Mm -mm. And Mm -hmm. so I just wrap it up. Twist it on top, and I'm saying, here's a here's a bomb gift. <laughs> there it is. That's what it is. Hey, I bought it. Looks like it. a Ferrero Rocher, Rocher, whatever you call it, little balls with the I paper around it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Ferrero Rocher or whatever they're called, but that's oh. what your gift looks like because I can't rap. You know, I'm not the best either. I'm just not the, the, the decor person, right? I think that's all part of the people who are into decor. Like, I'll find something on Instagram, and yes, I will put it together. But for me to imagine that myself or nah, that, no. See, I'm okay with happen. imagining things. Well, you're good But actually that. doing the things? Nah. It's like, I'm going to get somebody else to do that for me. Yeah, I think my imagination comes from, um, like, this type of stuff. Like, storytelling. That's my thing, See, right? The creative. And that is your thing. Yeah. But the, the, the yeah, the wrapping gives now. So, so they're pulling the paper out of the bags, right? My oldest, TJ, TJ laid it because I bought him the PS4. Oh, I, I gave you in. gave in. I gave in. You told in. me you weren't going to give in. I know. But, you know, he's done so, so well. I'm so proud of that boy. I mean, I, I just felt like, you know what? Uh, just I can careful do this with his him. online activity. I know. Those people are ruthless. I know. And that's what we've been talking about. So we're, we're, we're 
easing our I way. I monitor B. You have I don't to. let when he whenever he plays any of those online games. Yeah. I usually, unless I know it's his buddies, because mm-hmm. he gets in little parties with his buddies and mm-hmm. then, and, then mm-hmm. he, and he talks to them. But he's not allowed to talk to strangers. Yeah, it's because I, they say some horrible things. Like I mean, I've heard them because I play crazy. video games every once in a right. while, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah, it's 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 a it's unbelievable the access our kids have to just everything. Terrifying, actually. It actually is. It really is. And so he was just like, he was beaming. Like, he seen the PS4. He forgot everything else. And cool. we I didn't do a lot because um, PS4 is not cheap, okay? So there wasn't like tons of gifts under the tree. I'm like, no, your gifts are expensive. So they're like tons of As they get gifts older, in one. As they get older, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, it's like back in the day, I could spend 100 bucks and they would have 30,000 presents under the tree. I'm trying to tell you. Now, it's like, like $30,000 for one present. Hello. <laughs> I mean... And Sean P, that's what we call him, or Sean Carter, he's over here just throwing stuff like he'll, oh, okay. And he'll just throw it behind him. I'm like, boy, if you throw one more thing, I'm going to throw you through that window. Yes, I said it. I'm still Christian-like, but I was going to throw him through a window. Period. I was ready. <laughs> and then later on, I was like, son, you kind of hurt my feelings how you were acting about the gifts because it was like, you nah, it's not really what I wanted. He's like, no, I got everything I wanted, mom. Like, you are confusing me. I feel sorry for your girlfriend. And if you decide to get a wife, I really do. And I'm going to tell him. I can't help you either, girl. I raised him and I still don't understand. <laughs> um, Bubba, that's his, that's his family name. That's not what, well, I call him something different. But I'm calling him Bubba because there's something. I'm going somewhere with this, okay? Just he's looking. Italian say, if you guys can see him, one day we're going to play up on the glass bubble he lives in. And I want you to see how he looks sometimes at me. He doesn't think he does it, but he does. His mind tells on him. I just know him. I just know him well. I pretty much wear everything on my face. I do too. I got to work on that. Though. I really like, do too. Yeah, that's my new. Like, I, I don't see have New Year's resolutions, I don't, I don't but that's agree like, with. I'm yeah. like, oh. And then yeah. people are like, why are you looking at me like that? I'm like, that was an emotion that was supposed to be inside my head. There you go. Yeah, I'm really bad about it. I'm yeah. really bad. Um, so there's this thing that I'm allowing to kind of ooze out into the social media land. Because, you know, I don't I don't share like that. Uh, it's, I'm not big on sharing. But in me sharing about my relationship, I'm finding a lot of women who are encouraged by it, I guess, that have, you know, watched me journey for a bit in terms of just how I am as a mother and things like that. So me including that in part of my life, I get a lot of questions about, how are you, you know, how did you get there? I really have, you know, some, some fear about getting back out there after being hurt so badly. So I was like, oh, okay, well, if I'm helping someone be encouraged to get back out there, then I'm okay. I'm still not going to be like, hey, hey, but I, I will share. You, I guess you should keep them around then. Just uh, yeah. For, you know, just, you for, know, just for, for branding yeah, purposes. For branding purposes. <laughs> just to let you know, you are part of the brand now, sir. <laughs> And um, which leads me to my point. So uh-oh. he has a car, um, and I always say it wrong. I think it's a charger. He's gonna kill me for not knowing. Challenger? No, I think it's a charger. Is it a charger? Okay, a Dodge Charger. I think. I'm not. You know, I'm not car person, so I feel I'm bad. Not either. But the car is burgundy, so that's what he called her. It's like a. It's a really pretty kind of. It's in the red family. So <laughs> shout out to the red. You know. But my point is, he called the car burgundy, and I was like, huh. They call you Bubba. You know, then my mind started going. I was like, oh, Bubba and Burgundy. Only Burgundy. We ain't talking about the car. Talking about me because my hair is red. And so anyhow, I started posting. And when I post about him, I do the whole Bubba and Burgundy thing. So I was like, oh, that's so cute. And that's all I really had to say about that. So. Huh. Hey, you know, next step to joint Facebook account. Never. And then, uh, yeah. Never, Rary. <laughs> 
<laughs> Never weary. I got okay? a buddy of mine that I make fun of all the time no. because of that. Because he, I'm telling no. you, like it's one thing to post about your significant yeah. other, but like his his whole entire no. nosal region is brown from posting the way that he does. No, about his his no. bay. No, Ooh, it's like he calls her boo boo. He calls. <sighs> We, we, we got a whole thing about this yeah, whole bay thing, guys. But this, yeah, he calls it. I'm going on my vacation. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, which leads me to my last and final thing. I know you guys are enjoying all of this talk, but um, I did not get engaged. Oh, I know, I know. It's okay. It's okay. I'm only saying that. No, no pressure, Bubba. Bubba Bear. That's what I call him, Bubba Bear. Wow, it's getting it's getting real. Yeah, I call him Bubba Bear. It's getting real. Because he's like my my big bear. He's like your big bear. Yeah, I, I you know, I love I love me a strong man. You know, so when he gives me a hug, he's like, oh, All right, it's like girl. <laughs> I'm a little bit in country. <laughs> uh but <laughs> but no, um you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> no, you talking about Bubba Bear and you didn't get married. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get married, but, or I didn't get engaged either. But the reason I'm saying that, I'm sick of seeing it. Okay, so here's the thing. I am very, I'm very big on being comfortable with being different. And we all have something different. Like there are things that connect us, but you all are unique. That's why we all have unique fingerprints, right? So I was just a little tired of all the Christmas engagements. I was like, really? Come on. Can we not be a little bit more creative? Duh. It's kind of like February, you know, Valentine's Day is coming. How many engagements are we going to get today? You know, I'm just, I was over it just a little. So, or, um, yeah. But shout out to everybody who did get engaged. I mean, no and shade. just let you know, I didn't get engaged either. Praise the Lord. Praise him. I'm so, oh, wait, no. That came, mm, yep. That just came out all wrong, as if I'm saying not to get. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. No, nope, came out quite well. Oh, darn it! I didn't mean Way it. Way to go! That bus. Go ahead and back it up, back over me, real quick. Hold I'm, on. I, I just meant. Dum, 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 dum. It's just it hurts my brand. You know the ladies love you. It's kind of like what Dwayne Johnson did to me when he got married. He crushed. I can't. I can't crush on you anymore. You're married. It that just is, feels wrong. That is true. It feels wrong. Yeah, you're right. You know, but no, I. You know, shout out to the lady. No, no offense. No offense. I just meant you didn't do it on Christmas. I want to be different. Thank right. you. Right. No marriage. Okay, bye. Okay. Wow. Okay. Ah. So we're just going to throw that right out the window. There you go. Oh, gosh. That was fun. I think that's the longest news you absolutely cannot use. I think so. And I'm okay with that. But here's the thing, guys. Um, we are wrapping up the most phenomenal year of my life. No, I'm, I mean, it was a great year. Don't get me wrong. It was a great year. But in, in all honesty, I want to walk out of 2019 and walk into 2020, God willing. I'm learning to say that more and more. And that may sound very spiritually cliche to some of you who've been raised in the church and whatnot. But seriously, with the amount of deaths, the amount of um, diseases that have impacted families, I know um, just a lot of loss this year. And not just by death, but uh, physically, but death of relationships, death of a career, um, death of a season and in, in partnership, whatever. 
I've seen a lot of that this year. But I also, uh, earlier in the year, I talked about how this was the year that relationships would be tested and proven. And you would begin to see what you really have with the people who've been in your midst for some time. And so when I think about our series, we're closing out the year with mind matters and mind games, if you will. <clears throat> I, I, I am pressed to really go into what I mean when I say it's above me now. That's the topic for today. It's above me now. Now, I actually got this thought or this title, if you will, from an incident that happened earlier this year uh, between uh, a white woman and a black uh, individual. And I don't really know if it was male or female, to be honest. I, there's some variations out there. So I don't know the source. That's why I said it that way. But it was a racist situation, basically, that occurred. And um, once the woman went through everything she went through and all the derogatory words and, and, and things that she said to the individual left the establishment only to have to return to the establishment because it was a hotel. And when she returned, she wasn't able to get a room because they were all booked. And so at that point, uh, the individual who was guest services was able to take the posture of, well, it's above me now. Because truly, it was nothing they could do. Even if they wanted to be mean and say, huh, you're back, good. Now I can pay you back for everything you said to me. They couldn't um, because the fact was there was no room available anymore. Where am I going with this? Well, I started thinking about my favorite scripture, my, my pastor, my big brother, my leader, my friend, uh, Mr. Aaron McCardell, is a great influence in my life. And at church recently, he uh, asked all of us what, uh, just to think about what our favorite scripture was. And mine to this day is uh, Philippians 4, 4 through 7. That's Philippians 4, 4 through 7, whatever translation you prefer. But I've memorized it and it's in my heart because of the way it reads. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. The Lord is near. When I hear rejoice, that means to be uh, praising, to be in a positive state of mind, to think about the good, right? Think about the things that are right in your life and know that it's always present in your life. It's there. You don't ever have to let go of that. When you choose to think of what's good, what's true, and what's worthy uh, and, and valuable, those things are always there and available to you. And, and so the Lord is near. That's what I think about. By prayer and petition, make your request known to God. So when you desire change in your life, when you desire answers, um, when you desire to move in a certain way, you must begin to seek God for that. Seek him continuously. Seek him in a way that um, you don't, you block out every distraction, every um, obstacle that may be present, and you only look to the Lord to give you the answer. And you petition him. That means you repetitively come to him with that matter. Think about those of you who are parents or just think about when you were a kid, when you really wanted something, what did you do? You constantly just like, come on, please, why? I just want to, I just want to, but why? And eventually either they went off and said, look, I said no, and that's it. Don't ask me no more <laughs> if you're me. Or you got your way because you pleaded your case. It is the same thing that this scripture, that part of the scripture is saying. By prayer and petition, make your request known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So once you know you've went as far as you can go and you've petitioned, you've prayed, you've pressed, allow it to be what it's going to be. So I want you to think about anxiety, doubt, worry depression, pain. Many of you have experienced these different things uh, this year, right? You've went through a lot. You've had some loss. And 
in having that loss, you begin to put yourself in a state of mind of negativity. And you may not have realized that. Even in relationships, you've probably experienced some loss that has you questioning, okay, what now? Where do we go from here? And once you've gotten to a place that you've done all you can do, I want you to be good with saying it's above me now. It's above me now. Meaning you cast your cares on God and you leave it there because you know he can and he will handle it. I don't want you walking into 2020, again, God willing, and he allows you to walk into 2020 to begin in a state of mind of lack. Lack is a state of mind. It is not a reality. Now, you may not have everything you want, how you want it, when you want it, the way you want it, but lack is a state of mind. Poverty is a state of mind. I can honestly tell you the times that I've lived in poverty were by my own doing because I believe I serve a God who has infinite resources. There is no reason why I need to live in lack. There's no reason. My sons have the same mindset. Why? Because they see me walk it out every single day. They don't live in a mindset where they don't believe they can have what they desire. Now, it may not come when you want it. It may not happen exactly the time frame you want it to happen in. But if you keep pressing, praying, as that scripture says, by prayer and petition, so you're petitioning, you're doing all you can do and say, well, it's above me now because I've done my part. And so I'm allow God to do his, right? Relationships. Recently, I was faced with a relationship that I've had for a great deal of time. Great deal of time. I'm talking a decade plus now, right? And we're rolling into another decade. And just as this year is closing out, something was revealed to me about them that really shocked me. Like, I've never seen it before. And this is why love is so crucial when we talk about loving God's people and loving people the way God loves us. Because it does require a level of patience, kindness, long-suffering, and not keeping a record of wrong for you to be able to see a person as they evolve, as they grow, and as they continue to unpack who they are. So this was another layer that was unpacked that I hadn't experienced. But when I experienced it, can I tell you, it put me in a state of mind where it's like, no, oh no, there's a lot of things that I will do. There were a lot of things that I will tolerate. There are things that I will suffer through for you. That ain't one of them. And it's okay for you to make that decision and say that is not one of them. I don't have to deal with that. I'm not going to deal with that. Therefore, we're done. Now, I'm not saying I ended the relationship, but I did make a very conscious decision. There are certain parameters of my life they are no longer going to have access to because of what I experienced. You have to be willing to make those type of decisions as you leave out of 2019 and go into 2020. Why? Well, I've said it before, and I will continue to say it as we get into 2020. The Lord gave me this so clearly, so clearly. I can't even begin to tell you how clear it was as I was in my quiet time, my meditation, my prayer time. And it was so very clear. He said that everything that has been hidden shall be revealed. Anything that was done in secret to sabotage you will be revealed. But you must be listening. How do you listen by the word? And how? And where's the word? In, in your Bible. <laughs> and I'm only telling you what I know. And I'm only telling you what I've experienced. You have to experience it for yourself for you to be able to speak with the level of authority that I'm speaking to you right now. And so I'm seeing things and I'm recognizing things in myself even 
that need to be better, things in myself that I'm not willing to change because it's who I am, it's who God made me to be. And so there are relationships, there are going to be positions, there's going to be a moment of growth and stretching that you're going to experience, and you have to be willing to pray, but also praise him for not only some of the persecutions you're going to have, but also the prosperity you're going to experience. But don't think prosperity won't come with some persecution and some pressure because things have to be proven. You're like, that's a lot of peace. <laughs> but it all starts with prayer. Prayer is a conversation that you have with God about everything that's going on in your life because he knows. And if you're going to be able to say it's above me now, it starts in your mind. You knowing who you are, whose you are, and what he has called and created you to be and do in this world. And you have to be able to know at some point, draw the delineation, draw the line and say, this is who I am. And if you're not willing to accept who I am, if you're not willing to grow with me and continue to allow me to reveal you and reveal to you in time who I am, because we don't release everything, then I have to leave you where you are. And I have to continue to move the way I need to move. And I'm going to leave it above me, meaning I'm giving it to God. And whatever he says is to happen from that point forward will happen. That's in your career. That's with your kids. Um, that's with all the relationships you have, both professional and, and personal. You have to get to a place where you pray, you petition, and then you let God handle the rest because you've done all that you can do. And what is all that you can do? Operating in a spirit of love. Be kind. Be patient. Have the long suffering. Long suffering just means, you know what? I understand that you might be going through something that has absolutely nothing really to do with me. It's a wound that you have yet to heal. But because I might have triggered something in you that reminded you of that previous place, you took it out on me. So I'm going to suffer that knowing that I, I had nothing to do with that, but I'm going to leave it with him. It's above me. And my posture is just going to be, okay, I see you're not in a good space. So I'm going to talk to you later. Or you know what? I'll just holler at you some other time. I don't know when that is. Or maybe it's, we're good which I love. Thank you, Marsha. <laughs> we're good. Not the same, but we're good. Meaning you don't have the same access. We're not going to have the same conversations because you showed me something that let me know something needs to change, but we're good. I have no hate towards you. I have no anger towards you. I am not going to speak badly about you to others. It's just know that things have changed and it's above me now. God be with you. I'm going to let him do what he needs to do. Be it correct you because you did some, some, dirty stuff to me, or be it just direct you down the path to your destiny. And I, unfortunately, am not meant to be with you. Fortunately, but unfortunately, unfortunately, because things have to change in the relationship, but fortunately, because maybe there's something I can't give you that someone else can, that you need. And that's okay. So as you begin to think and go out of 2019, going into 2020, I want you to begin to develop a mindset of it's above me now, because honestly it is. If you truly get into a posture where I am not the source of your pain, and if you are the source of someone's pain, or if you are the source of your own pain, recognize it, take accountability for it, pray about it, and say it's above me now. Do what, do the work. Do the work. But then allow the wisdom of the word to allow you to walk it out. You like that? Do the work. But allow the wisdom of God's word to help you to walk it out. So family, I'm excited about 2020 the grand vision that may come forward for many of you, myself included. We're going to talk more about what's changing about No Ordinary Church Girl, Knock Nation. I'm excited. I remain excited. Um, there's just a lot 
that we're going to do. And um, I look forward to sharing more experiences, telling stories, having my therapy, dropping in the DMs, you know, all that great stuff and more cozy combos with Cole. I mean, we got all kinds of stuff that you have yet to know about me, people. But more importantly, know who God is and why I love him so. So you know what I say every single week that I can say it to you, and that is may your Monday or whatever day you're listening to this be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. I love you and let's make it do what it do.